Welcome everyone to Tamriel Adventures, a show that brings you information from all across the far reaches of Tamriel. I am your host, Eric, aka Silior, and today we're going to continue the spooky uh, themes with lycanthropy. And before we get to that, we do have a few bits of news. Um, this episode is coming out a little bit later than I wanted to because of, uh, well, school. I just turned in a final project. And, uh, yeah, so now that that's done, I can, uh, focus more on things like this. So, anyway, uh, with that out of the way, let's get to the news. So, uh, there's been a couple of events that have come and gone since the last time I did an episode. There was a free trial of ESL Plus, uh, free, excuse me, one-week trial of ESL Plus that I definitely took advantage of. Um, and then there was also the Heroes of High Isle... Uh, stuff that was going on and uh, I am proud to say that we reached all the goals so those of you who are able to will be getting the fire song DLC very soon so I'm very excited about that thank you to everyone who took part in that um, there was also a, an explorers event uh, that's been going on so basically you would just go around uh, like we got more resources from the nodes and things like that so that that's been uh definitely appreciated thank you uh zenimax for that um a couple other things that have been going on uh there's a preview now of the fire song uh zone uh, that is out. Uh, it's the the zone that this DLC takes place in is Galen. Um, so it is home of the Druids. So like I said, this is going to be the uh, conclusion of the uh, High Isle, uh, the Bretons story. So uh, definitely uh, uh, check that article out on the uh, Elder Scrolls Online website. Um, there's some crown crates that are available right now. There's the Holojack uh, crown crates. So I did pick up a couple of things from the crown store, uh, like the zombie skin and the uh, the pumpkin carving memento. Um, so those are available now if you want to check those out. Uh, let's see what else we got here in the news. So I mentioned that Stadia is uh, being discontinued so fear not uh, those of you who use this as a platform to play ESO you can continue those accounts on PC and Mac so your characters aren't lost um, which that would really suck if that were the case so um, also in the news we've got the uh, Witches Festival going on right now. So you can start this with a free quest uh, pickup in the Crown Store. Witches Festival is always fun. So um, I've definitely been doing that. So yeah, it's called the quest is called the Witch Mother's Bargain. So uh, go purchase that, quote unquote. Uh, it's free. And, um, yeah, there you go. Um, I mentioned in the last episode that there is a promotion going on with Doritos and Rockstar Energy. 
um, like special bags have codes on them to where you can get free in-game stuff. I actually took part in this. I, I took advantage of this. So my North American character now has the Carspire Wolf uh, mount. So <laughs> um, it also I also won a free month of um, Game Pass Plus or Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, however. It should be noted that this free month is only for people who have never taken part in Game Pass. So, yeah, wasn't able to do that. But, uh, yeah, um, definitely claim those while you can. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's a good deal. Um, and ESO is not the only game that is uh, taking part in this. It's also... Fallout 76, there's Power Armor Paint, there's, uh, I want to say Halo Infinite is also, uh, there's quite a few games. Just go go pick up a bag of Doritos or, rocks, or buy a Rockstar uh, energy drink, and yeah, uh, there you go. That uh, really is it as far as the news that I know of right now. Um, so... Let's uh, let's get into uh, my gameplay, I guess. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, I haven't had as much time as I would like because I have been working on schoolwork. But now that is done. Um, well, for this week at least, I still have the end of the class this coming week to deal with. But um, for now, yeah, I'm done. I got my final project turned in. I got a pretty good grade on it, if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> humble brag. So, I, I mean, I've played a little bit. I played um, some Fallout 76. Uh, you know, that uh, scoreboard's been going on. Uh, the Alien event just ended last week. I played a little bit of Dragon Age 2. I uh, just started the second act with that. Um, like I said, I've, I've been playing some ESO, um, that episode that I did last week on, or last ep episode I did last week, it wasn't the last week, the last episode that I put out about the different vampire clans and the, the vampire clan that I mentioned that can turn into mist, I did go visit them. So I mentioned that they're in Valenwood in the, uh, green, um, green shade i think the zone is the the non grotwood zone of uh i i i know people are just blunt and you know screaming at me right now um i want to say it's green shade that let me look it up real quick but that clan of uh, vampires i did go visit them so um it was green shade by the way i was right um, so this is just kind of a, a small um, side quest where, um, kind of like the Kothringi quest, where it's like, it's one of those little side quests, but it does have some lore aspects to it that uh, just make it fun. Um, I mentioned the Kothringi quest. Unfortunately, you don't get a polymorph at the end of it. I think you get a weapon. But I first 
did this quest on PC. So I think I mentioned recently that I have upgraded my PC. Um, and so I'm playing a little bit more on PC these days. Not, I mean, it's not going to be my main uh, source because I put a lot more time. Well, I mean, I put a ton of time on PC at one point in time. But these days I play a lot more on Xbox. But I will be putting a little bit more effort to play on PC. Um, but I think the game I've played the most recently is Stardew Valley. Uh, yeah, Stardew Valley sucked me in again. Um, it's a game that I will play kind of obsessively for a few months and then take a break from it and not play it at all for a while and then something will spark my interest in it again and the process re repeats. So I am playing, I, I started a farm on PC because again I'm playing a little bit more on PC these days and I started a monster farm it's one that I've never played with before, and it kind of it's kind of difficult to get off the ground because the way it goes is at night monsters will spawn in your camp, or not your camp, but in your on your farm, and if you're not prepared for it, yeah, they can be a little dangerous. But um, the good thing is is that once you get a weapon and everything, you'll have access to different monster parts sooner than you would. Um, so there is that. But I am now about to start winter of year one. So that's how far I've gotten. So yeah, it's fun. Um, that's really, I think, about it as far as what I've been playing lately. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything else uh, aside from Fallout 76, Dragon Age. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's about it. So, anyway, let's get to today's topic, and that is different forms of lycanthropy. Alright guys, so let's talk lycanthropy. So, um, when normally when you hear the word, you automatically think werewolves. But, at least in the Elder Scrolls world, it's kind of an all-encompassing term for man-beasts. So, there's, there's quite a few different types of man-beasts in... The Elder Scrolls world, there's of course werewolves, but there's also werebats, werebears, boars, were crocodiles, were lions, were sharks, even, and uh, were vultures. Pretty much anything. So, lycanthropy, uh, defined by the UESP article that I'm getting this from is a supernatural condition that causes a person to transform into a were-beast. Um, I guess that some people call them were-things, were-critters, were-creatures, man-beasts, skin-changers, skin-shifters. Uh, so anyway, this all came from Hearsene. I kind of mentioned this on the show before, talked about it with the Hearsene episode. 
but some people call this Hircine's gift, uh, some people call it Hircine's curse, kind of depends on the perspective, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of the people who aren't subject to these uh, conditions would probably lean toward the Hircine's curse viewpoint, because uh, I wouldn't want to fuck with one. Uh, that's just me, but yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with one. Um, <laughs> like, wear bears, wear, cro wear crocodiles, wear sharks. That just sounds terrifying. So, uh, kind of like with vampirism, it can be boiled down to a disease. So, the strain that causes uh, werewolves is called Sanis lupin, lupinus. I think is how you pronounce that. So, um, a lot of the time it's from a bite. Sometimes it's from uh, scratches. But a lot of the times the victim's killed by said beast. But if they're not, then they become one. Um, the surest way to pass on the curse is to drink the blood of a lycanthrope. So, kind of like what you see in Skyrim, um, where you're with Ayla the Huntress and Skior, and Ayla gets slashed on her arm, and you drink her blood. Um, but yeah, I mean, it can be uh, transmitted other ways. But, uh, yeah, this immediately converts you uh, into said lycanthrope if you drink their blood. So, I think uh, those of us who play Skyrim and have done the uh, Companions quest, uh, remember that scene all too well where you black out for a second and then you're terrorizing the town. Uh, it's <laughs> that, that's uh, definitely a fun uh, time in the game. So... Yeah, as I mentioned, uh, this all comes from Hircine, so he bestows it upon uh, his devotees, and uh, yeah, a lot of the time, uh, you know, there are people who receive it willingly, but have come to regret it, so there is a way to get rid of this if you so choose. Um, I think we also remember the quests from Skyrim, but the earliest known uh, accounts of werebeasts come from the Marithic era, actually. So, it, it kind of goes along with the Wild Hunt with the uh, Bosmer. So, I, if you go back to my Bosmer episode, um, yeah, Bosmer, there, there, there's a lot more to Bosmer than you would think with the Wild Hunt and being able to shapeshift. But, um, yeah, I guess that comes from both... I mean, it, it does come from Ephraim, but Bosmers can also be devotees of Hircine. So, back then, lycanthropes were already being hunted down by Thane Icehammer during the reign of Hoag Murkiller. That's an ominous name. Um, followers of Hircine can ritually bestow this blessing upon others and can even replace vamp vampirism with lycanthropy as the two conditions 
are mutually exclusive. So you can't be one and the other. Um, as I mentioned, a lot of people are afraid of were beasts, so they'll hunt them down. Um, they're all, yeah, they're almost universally despised, and those who can control it uh, may be treated in a number of ways. Um, they may maybe be respected by those who pay uh, heed to hear scene. And uh, yeah, I mentioned, I think I mentioned in the hear scene episode that if uh, you die a lycanthrope, you go to the hunting grounds instead of anywhere else that you would spend the afterlife in. So some people embrace that, like Aella the Huntress, and some people don't want to, like Codlack, unfortunately. So, during the interregnum period, Imperial soldiers were advised to turn themselves in to their superiors for immediate execution if they become infected with lycanthropy. I personally would probably try to hide it, but that's just me. Um, some people can't control it. With Bosmers uh, taking on the form of beasts is strictly forbidden by the, the Green Pact, so Wood Elves who deign to change their shape may be condemned to the formlessness of the ooze. That sounds very horrible. But, uh, because of the dangers and unpre- dangerous and unpredictable nature of lycanthropes, they are more feared than vampires in some circles. So, uh, <laughs> Reachmen kind of revere Hercene, so it's not uncommon to find lycanthropes among those people. Um, Briarhearts are uh, being in similar vein to Briarhearts. Lycanthropy is viewed by most Reachmen as a self-sacrifice. Excuse me. It is seen as more of a useful condition rather than a gift. Um, one of which is suffered so the individual can better serve their clan. Some Reach clans have proven zealous about the gift as conflicts between them and the Viridian Weird have been reported. Many of the Reach folk's greatest champions are lycanthropes. They function as guardians and protectors of the clan. Um, so of course, there's uh, people who oppose that, like Silverhand and Vigilance of Stendar. Um, the Skull of Solstheim believe mummified wolf paws, which are capped at the ankle with silver, can ward away werewolves. That's something I'd never heard about. Um, yeah, I, let's, uh, let's get into some history of them. So, the Grey Host, uh, around the times of ESO, uh, developed a mysterious disease to target rogue wolf packs in the, uh, werewolf packs in the, in Blackreach. I don't really, well, I think I might remember that. I, I don't. If it's the Grey Host, that would be the Greymore DLC, but I don't really remember this. So, the incubation of the disease is known to vary between individuals. Um, the disease forces a lycanthrope into their beast form and derives and drives them feral. Um, yeah, I don't really remember this being a part of the Greymore expansion. Um... So, I... 
lycanthropy has really been a part of the Elder Scrolls games since at least Daggerfall. Um, I remember playing Daggerfall and getting sent to a dungeon and I was facing a, I think it was a were boar that killed me. Um, yeah, that was a, that was definitely interesting. But probably the first time they're really highlighted is the Blood Moon expansion for Morrowind. So werewolves were at the time rare on Solstheim. But in the third era, they saw a resurgence with the approach for the impending blood moon prophecy. So this is something that I was really looking forward to playing when I got the uh, Morrowind collection. But I regret to say that I still haven't played it. So the last time I really was hardcore about playing Morrowind, I beat the main game, and I was like, eh, you know, I think uh, Tribunal, Tribunal, you have to be, you can be a little bit of a lower level than you have to be with Blood Moon to really do well. And I go, I get to the town square, and I have a conversation with this NPC, and he gets pissed at me, and says he's going to kill me. I don't remember exactly what I said to him. But I guess, like, the next time I go into that square, he attacks me. And I guess his luck is off the charts. So I just didn't really stand a chance. I'm like, well, right, well, that was fun. So I never really went back to it after that. So I never finished the Tribunal DLC, number one. But then I also never got a chance to play Blood Moon. One of these days, I really need to do that because I've, I've always thought that that was cool um if I want to say this is all like Blood Moon is also the DLC where you encounter someone who swears that they're a descendant of the Snow Elves there's a little side quest uh chain that goes along with that so yeah I really need to one of these days put a lot more time into Morrowind and play Blood Moon because that was one of the things I was most excited about in hearing about it. Okay, so we are talking about the history of werewolves. So, um, you know, there, there was uh, some in incidents that happened around 428, uh, Second Era 428. That's when the Silver Dawn uh, was founded. Uh, during one such event, the Curse of the Crimson Moon, which is a werewolf crisis, plagued High Rock. And uh, around Second Era 577, there was a mad alchemist named Arcasis of Whiterun. Uh, he terrorized three of Skyrim's holds and conducted unspeakable experiments upon unwilling test subjects. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess he... Uh, had this going on for quite a while. Um, he this also sparked a feud between the Bloodborn, or sorry, the Battleborns and the Greymanes. Uh, those two feuding, I never would have thought. Um, 
There were also accusations of lycanthropy that caused several people to be uh, executed. Um, there was a newly ascended Jarl, uh, Jarl Morin, to declare Arcasis a menace of the highest order. I would say so. So this sounds kind of similar to the Salem Witch Trials, uh, only with werewolves. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like a mess. Uh, many werewolves were part of the Grey Host. Okay, that's what this is. This was referring to. Yeah, during the Greymore expansion, you do fight quite a few werewolves. I guess that's what it is referring to. Uh, there were werewolves that aligned with the Grey Host. So yeah, you do have to fight quite a few werewolves in that expansion. Uh, <laughs> that, that makes quite a bit more sense. Um, yeah, the werewolf population saw a boom around this time. The companions received reports of individuals who actively sought to be who sought to be cursed with lycanthropy. Um, There's also the Bloodthorn cult that was going on at that time. So, yeah, um, that's. Let's see if I can. You got some examples of the lycanthropic strain that I mentioned earlier. There are werebats. So the vampire clan that I mentioned earlier, the Kirlith, um, you can find werebats right outside of the village that uh, that this whole quest has to do with. So that. Uh, village is called Shade Mist Moors. Yeah, there's this kind of a swampy area that's right outside there. You can see several werebats flying around that, you, that will attack you. You gotta kill them. Uh, werebears. They are around Skyrim, Northern Cyrodiil, Northern High Rock, and Northern Morrowind, and Solstheim. Uh, you can actually encounter werebears in Skyrim. Um, <laughs> they're, uh, they're not fun. Um, they're also in ESO. Um, so, were boars. I, I did encounter a werebore in Daggerfall. Now that I'm, I'm looking at the article about him here. So, it, there's also some tips on fighting these creatures. Silver, of course, is really good. Um, yeah, I guess werebores are only found in Daggerfall. So the the game Daggerfall, not the the province. So it's a lycanthrope of a boorish persuasion, which attacks with both forearms as well as its long teeth. So yeah, you fight him with silver, and anyone who's bitten has a small chance of becoming a werebore themselves. So I guess this means there's a chance of you becoming a werebore in Daggerfall. Um, some of these are only found in lore. They're not really found in the games, uh, such as the Were Crocodile. But they are known to work inside Black Marsh and Southern Morrowind. Um, these are more of a rumor, according to some people, but they are found in lore. And that also is the same with the Were Lion. Um, they, if you believe the rumor and innuendo, can be found in Elsewhere, Black Marsh, and Cyrodiil. Um, where sharks, no one really knows for sure if these are indeed 
in existence or if they're just rumor. But uh, according to some people, they are uh, they're they're more of a cryptid in the uh, Elder Scrolls world. Where vultures, uh, they're they're just found in lore. Also, unfortunately, they're not in any games, um, but they can be found in Valenwood. According to Lentulus and Ventius, um, order who is the Order of the Thorn, they were enough of a threat in Valenwood that he sought out werebearers to help deal with the issue. That's because that sounds like a good idea. Um, yeah, otherwise were vultures probably would have spread everywhere, but no, uh, werebears kept him in check, I guess. So. That, of course, brings us to werewolves. They're found all over the place in Tamriel, apparently. But uh, as, as far as what games they're in, you can find them in Daggerfall, and Blood Moon, Skyrim, and ESO, and also uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game. And there are different uh, levels of are different hierarchies with werewolves there's the werewolf there's the werewolf lord and the werewolf behemoth uh the werewolf lord and behemoth are exclusive to eso and uh yeah i mean what else can you say about werewolves uh i believe with blood moon you can become a werewolf also um of course you can with eso one of my pc characters is a werewolf um yeah, it's, it's pretty fun playing as a werewolf, I'd have to say. Um, you do find a lot of people in PvP playing as werewolves. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a whole other ordeal. Um, they're usually pretty nasty if you have to take one on in PvP. Um, but yeah, um, there are people, there are ways to cure lycanthropy if you so choose. Um, I don't know why you would, because <laughs> it is fun playing as a werewolf. But uh, it's the same with vampirism. There is a quest that goes along with it if you uh, just don't want to deal with it anymore. As long as you get the the, the cured ring in um, Skyrim, so you're not changing it random and then get attacked by everyone and their mother, um, you're good. But, yeah, I don't really know what else there is to say about lycanthropy. But, again, it's not just restrict restricted to um, wolves. There's a whole host of animals that uh, people can turn into, I guess. So, anyway, um, that really is it for this episode so next up um it'll probably be november by that point so we'll finish the series on the different incarnations of the empire with the mead dynasty so be on the lookout for that um I'd like to thank the hive as always for sponsoring this podcast uh if you'd like to get a hold of me you can find me on twitter and instagram at iangold08 you can also find the show at, at uh, TamrielP. Almost said the uh, handles for my other show, uh, one of my other shows. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok. I've been posting a lot of gameplay videos on TikTok lately, uh, like Fallout 76 and uh, some Dragon Age. 
lot of more fallout than everything than anything else though but yeah they're fun little videos if you want to go check those out um i just thought it'd be fun to post some gameplay videos here and there and uh yeah that really is it uh also, you can find my other shows, uh, Nintendo. I just put an episode out on Nintendo Labo and Tamriel Adventures. Uh, Tamriel Adventures. I did this last time too. I apologize. Um, tapes from the Waste. God, I guess the uh, that project just kind of fried my brain there. I apologize. Uh, tapes from the Waste. Yes, the Fallout War podcast that I do with uh, Kelsey, KDB. And I also am going to be in the next episode of uh, the Modus Files. Got a couple of lines in there. I'm going to be, yeah. Well, I'll just I'll just let you listen to it. So that episode comes out on October 31st, as long as all goes according to plan with the good folks with the Modus Files, like Lawrence um, and everybody else involved with that show. So, yeah, the episode, I believe, is going to be called Something Wicked in the Air. Um, Something along those lines. Anyway, uh, be sure to check that out when that comes out. Got some friends who are also on that podcast. So, Oh, and I have been asked to be a part of Fall Out for Hope for this holiday season as well. So I'm going to be streaming... Um, whenever I can just to help them out and raise money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital uh, it's a, definitely a, a worthy cause and uh, one that is probably near and dear to a lot of people's hearts um, I, yeah I, I don't know what else can be said about that uh, definitely help whenever you can so I'm hoping to start streaming sometime this weekend um it is uh, october 22nd as i'm recording this so yeah i'm uh, definitely be on the lookout for that so anyway i'm gonna get out of here so as always stay safe adventurers <laughs>